morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack. Don't forget to please like this video and subscribe to the channel or the podcast. Now let's just jump into today's top stories. Phuket reopening sees thousands apply to visit. Almost 8,000 foreign tourists have applied for a certificate of entry through Thai embassies and consulates around the world since the Phuket Tourism Sandbox, a pilot phase of Thailand's ambitious tourism reopening plan, kicked off last Thursday on the resort island. Chachai Virashakul, Director General of Department of Consular Affairs, said many foreign tourists were taking a keen interest in the pilot. According to Mr. Chachai, since the sandbox began, 7,890 foreign tourists had registered for a certificate of entry, and so far 6,119 had been granted vaccination certification, with 2,802 accepted for the certificate. Mr. Chachai went on to say that the Foreign Ministry had issued the Phuket COE to 446 tourists arriving at Phuket International Airport on Saturday, 462 tourists arriving yesterday, and 127 due to land today. He said that 11 flights had touched down on Saturday, two chartered flights and nine commercial arrivals. Americans had made up the bulk of the bookings, followed by Germans, French, British and Danish tourists respectively. To expedite screening at the airport, Mr. Chachai said his ministry had deployed extra staff to assist. The government forecasts 100,000 foreign tourists will visit Phuket during the third quarter of this year from July to September, generating revenue of about 8.9 billion baht. Meanwhile, the Phuket 19 COVID Information Centre announced on its Facebook page that those who travelled via Thai Smile Airways flight WE-201 from Sunalabum International Airport in Bangkok to Phuket at 7.40am last Thursday should seek urgent COVID-19 tests as one of the passengers had tested positive since landing. Local authorities in Phuket are also ramping up efforts to tackle the island's notoriously overpriced taxi fares after an early arrival complained about being ripped off. The tourist posted her complaint on the Phuket Tourist Facebook page, saying her hotel had tried to charge her 900 baht for transport from the airport to Batong Beach. She said she was familiar with the route from past visits and under no illusions that this was an exorbitant fare. The return of shady practices so soon after the reopening has since become national news and prompted Nakorn Runja, Phuket professional tourist guide vice president to post a warning on his personal facebook page he said tourism related business owners must not fall back on their old ways as the island is now under the microscope and things have changed for everyone in the wake of covid19 pandemic they the tourists are the stars who will advertise tourism to phuket for free let's not let ourselves down with the same bad habits he posted So just a couple of things in that article today from the Bangkok Post. Now, um, 8,000 foreign tourists have applied. I I think the projection of 100,000 for the next three months is a bit high. (laughs) I mean, if you're basing on the figures that you've seen just there from them, I think it's looking a bit high for 100,000. I think if they manage to pull in 50,000 in those three months, and please consider also consider that we, we are now heading into the monsoon period um, here in Thailand. So it's it, it's going to be a, 
a tough ask to get that many people here because I mean when you're uh, today you look outside it's been raining since 3 a.m. yesterday morning so it's pretty much been has rained 12 hours now and hasn't stopped so you know these are things that draw people to Thailand that's why numbers are always a lot higher in high season and mainly because of the weather um, the shady ta taxi practices are back again now I've done a little bit of, of, of a price comparison so a hotel and not even just a hotel but let's say if you go to the airport and you see one of these guys outside who's not a metered taxi they'll charge you about 900 baht to go to Patong now it's about what's that about 25 30 dollars nearly uh, whatever around that I mean it's pretty steep considering that if you get the meter taxi it's about half the price so I'd love to know who's setting these prices. I mean, obviously they are, but I mean, it looks like that the authorities seem to think the prices are okay. I mean, a meter taxi has to follow, in my opinion, a lot more different regulations than a guy who's got a car and a green plate on it. So it, it makes you wonder why they're not making more money than the guy who doesn't have to follow as many regulations. Look, the bottom line is, if you want to go from the airport to anywhere in Phuket, the best and cheapest method if you're taking a taxi is to take a meter taxi and make sure they turn the meter on, by the way. It's roughly, uh, I think, it, it, 100 baht because you're leaving from the airport. I think it's seven or eight baht per kilometer after that. So, I mean, it works out not to be too expensive. But anyway, you know, everybody, there, there's not that many um, transportation solutions from the airport because there's no real train connectivity the bus well it doesn't really go and actually right now the problem is is that tourists coming on the uh, Phuket sandbox model cannot use the public bus you must use a, a SHA plus approved um, transportation operator so you have to take the taxi or the small minibus so you're kind of a little bit stuck in that way so you can't look for something alternative and cheaper because you're meant to go straight to your hotel without stopping as you're waiting for the results for your COVID test that you just had but anyway I want to know I'd love to know people what experiences have people had who've come to Thailand uh, in relation to taxi prices do you find them expensive now we're talking about Phuket because there is a big difference between Phuket and Bangkok. In Bangkok, I find the taxi fares reasonable. If somebody, if they turn on the meter, taxi fares are completely reasonable there. Um, but I wonder um, what people think in relation to the people who've come to Phuket or have gone to other parts. What do you think about taxi fares here? Do you think they're too expensive? Do you think they're okay? Love to know your thoughts. If you could leave them down in the comment section and uh, we can chat down there about it later. Samui Plus program for inoculated tourists should begin on July 15th. The Tourism Authority of Thailand has revealed that the Samui Plus program for inoculated tourists should open for certificate of entry application this week as Surat Thani is slated to open three islands on July 15th. Tat Governor Yutasak Supasorn said today, July 6th, the approval process will not be delayed, like in the Phuket scheme, because the Royal Gazette published approvals for other areas reopening plans last week. The programme just needs approval from the subcommittee of the Centre for COVID Situation Administration this week for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs to start the COE registration process for the Samui Plus scheme. 
Mr. Utasak said the number of tourists expected to arrive is estimated at 1,000 in the first 30 days, generating at least 100 million for the provincial economy. It has predicted fewer visitors than Phuket because this model comes with more restrictions and the island will attract a specific group of travellers who are already fans of Koh Samui, such as tourists seeking health and wellness experiences or those wanting to learn to dive. Suratani Governor Vishawat Jintu, along with related provincial agencies, announced the preparation of the three islands to reopen for foreign tourists on July 15th under the Samui Plus model project, after more than 70% of the overall population of all islands have been vaccinated according to the requirements of the Department of Disease Control. All tourism and hospitality agencies are ready to welcome all arrivals at Samui Airport and at all ports. Similar to the Phuket Sandbox, all health screening will be conducted to inspect if the tourists have been vaccinated and have met all qualifications according to the requirements issued by Public Health Ministry. All of the procedures, from entering the accommodation to the departure from the island, have been practically planned. Under the Samui Plus model, which is slightly different than the Sandbox, foreign tourists must stay in Koh Samui during their first to seventh day. On the first to third day, they are required to stay in the area of their quarantine-styled accommodation, but will be allowed to use various amenities at their resort or hotel and are not locked in their rooms. On the 4th to 7th day, they are allowed to travel to designated destinations under a sealed route system, visiting popular tourist attractions and destinations. In the second week of their stay, they can travel freely to Copenhagen or Koh Tao. A total of three RT-PCR tests will be performed three times on day 1 of arrival, day 6 to 7 and on day to 12-13, according to the authorities. This will be at the tourist's own expense. So this is the Samui Plus plan that will see people travel internationally to Samui, we see, we think. So the entry requirements are exactly the same as the Phuket Sandbox model. So everything that you have to do before you arrive in Samui is, are the same rules that you would have done for the Phuket Sandbox model. So you'll need your certificate of entry, which will require you have the insurance, your PCR test before you leave, uh, your vaccination record, you apply online, you do all that stuff that, that you would have done during the Phuket Sandbox model. And uh, then you will arrive, you will fly to Bangkok, and then you will have a uh, transit flight from Bangkok to Samui, as there are no direct flights to Samui from, I think, anywhere really. And once you get there, then you'll be you met at the airport, you'll do a RT-PCR test, you'll be taken to your hotel. So from one the first day to the third day, you have to stay in the hotel. You are not allowed out of your hotel. And from day four to seven, then, you can go to only certain areas within Samui, what they call the sealed route. So there'll be areas just blocked for tourists only. That's the way I read it, and that's what seems to be the plan. After that, you should be able to have free reign of the island and be able to go to Copenhagen and Koh Tao if you want to. Now, it does seem a lot more restrictive than the Phuket model, and it's making the Phuket model seem fantastic nearly. I'm not sure they're going to get a huge amount of people taking that up. Now, there was talk, and what I had heard, and now it's not starting on July 15, but there is talk about people flying to Phuket and being allowed to do seven days in Phuket and then flying to Samui to participate in another seven there. So that might be something that comes up maybe in August. We don't know. 
but again it's all kind of last minute stuff i think now some people have asked me what's the plan next for thailand where will be opening next so on the plan next up is meant to be krabi and panya province uh, if anybody doesn't know panya province is the province north of phuket and krabi then is uh kind of on the opposite it's just uh, across the water from phuket on the mainland and krabi and panya are uh, connected together as well so they're meant to be the next ones that are up but and starting august 1 but i i just don't see it and we are on the 7th of july and i really am not seeing that going to happen uh firstly only about 30 percent of panya province have actually been vaccinated and under disease control rules 70 percent of the entire population of province must be vaccinated i just don't see where they're going to get how they're going to get 70 percent uh, the same with krabi it's very low number of people who've been vaccinated um also it's a bigger uh job to open up these areas these are huge provinces they're not small little areas now there's talk that they're only going to open up kaolak which is a seaside town in uh panya but again that's going to be very difficult to regulate and control you know letting people in and out i mean it, it sounds like a it doesn't sound like it's a practical idea yet now i've had have heard things that they're maybe going to delay it till september give them chance to get to give themselves a chance to get everybody vaccinated and come up with an actual uh, proper plan for this because to me it seems very very uh up in the air and difficult now there's a couple of challenges they face number one panya mm -hmm. uh has two provincial hospitals but they do not have the capability for all these RT-PCR tests. And I know that for a fact that they just don't have the capabilities and the capacities to be forming hundreds and hundreds of tests each day for tourists that would be coming and that need to have their PCR testing done. I mean, it took them four hours to get to give me a rapid antigen test result. So can you just imagine uh, how long it's going to take for maybe three, four, five hundred PCR tests they'd have to do maybe in one day at a, you know at the beginning it doesn't seem like it's a very plausible idea right now so they're gonna to have to come up with some ideas on how they're planning to get all this testing done because of course we all know that right now under current rules there's a lot of PCR tests to be done now my hope is that maybe a little more common sense will will come to mind and that they will start to reduce all this uh covid testing i'm hoping that they're using maybe the month of july to see in phuket that nobody is bringing in the virus and that tourists coming from abroad are not bringing in covid and that would be a great thing if they maybe use this as a study to see what has been going on now if that's the case and that we might see a reduction reduction in the 14 days being stuck in the island to maybe seven days now this is all good stuff it's speculative of course but i mean the end goal for the thai authorities is to reduce as many of the restrictions as possible and to get more and more people coming i think most people when they look at the phuket sandbox model they think yes it's a little over the top in relation to regulation it doesn't mean they don't want to come from the comments that i see every day a lot of people want to return and come to thailand for holidays they miss the place they want to come back so that's a very good thing there is demand out there for trips and holidays to thailand but there is not the demand to be subjected to uh, countless pcr tests and uh, being forced to stay here and forced to stay there there is not a market for that so 
I'm hoping in over the next month that we're going to start to see maybe the regulations reduced a little bit. If there is a plan and the plan is real to reopen most of the country by October, then these are the steps that need to be taken along the way. Gradual reduction of the Phuket Sandbox model, expansion into Panya Krabi, and then by October start to reopen Pattaya, Bangkok, Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai, and all these different places around the country. Let's hope this is the plan because it's only can be good for the Thai people start earning some money, starting to get their way of life back, and for people to just um, feel better about themselves. You know, it's a very depressed place at the moment. When you go around to different holiday areas, everything's boarded up, places are not open. Now, I've also uh, read that the uh, Tourism Authority, or maybe it's the Ministry of Tourism, not sure which one, um, they're looking to uh, put together a fund of about 500 million baht, uh, and this would be a kind of a soft loan to businesses to help them get up and going up and going again to be reopened So there's a lot of businesses that maybe cannot reopen now They have no money left and there's just nothing there for them to be able to get their business open So it looks like they're gonna to put together a fund to help small businesses Which is about time by the way to reopen for when the tourism market market starts to get going again And let's hope that's going to be October or so. So the question goes out to you people if you were, uh, if the restrictions were less right now, say one PCR test on arrival, would you come? Would it be a holiday that you can do? Just one PCR test when you get here, you wait in your room till you get it, and then you have the freedom to roam anywhere you like in Thailand. Would that be something that you could, you, you would be up for? Let me know down in the comment section below. And finally, your 60 second news report. Prior in 14 days home quarantine, the Prime Minister of Thailand is currently in home quarantine after it emerged he took a selfie with a COVID positive man at the recent Phuket Sandbox opening on July 1. Samut Prakan chemical fire under control. The explosion which rocked the city has now been brought under control this morning at 5am. One firefighter died during the event. Delta variant to take over, warns expert. 52% of cases in Bangkok are now the Delta variant. It is expected to be the dominant strain by the end of this month. Police raid, pornography shoot at Pattaya home, five people arrested. I think we can all use our imagination there. 1.5 million Pfizer doses donated by the US to go to senior citizens, pregnant women. It has been revealed today. And finally, survey shows motel hostels can only cover operation costs for less than three months. A recent hotel survey by the Bank of Thailand has shown that most hotel operators have only enough money to last for about three months, and hotel occupancy dwindles and hangs around 10% or less. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, and don't forget to leave us a five-star rating. We are available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow.